coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double the value of your company within three years or give you your money back. Good day, Dave. Good day, Mike. <laughs> you, I always, <laughs> Mike, I got nothing. Mike just makes me laugh. That's, that's it. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's uh, I have four children. I'm blessed with four children. They're all good people because I married a good woman. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I can I can vouch for that. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Your your wife is uh, definitely a thoroughbred thoroughbred person, putting off a top notch psychologist and an astronaut. So, uh, me <laughs> on in a different stratosphere. <laughs> I have uh, a young man graduating from Pitt University for my uh, man. Yeah, he's graduates. Uh, he has a computer science degree, software engineering, and super excited. Uh, uh, it's it, it's been really neat watching him blossom with friends and people and groups over the last few years. I'm really excited for his career. Software engineering that is full employment. Is I think I think that's a deal now. Yeah. I think that's really totally. a thing today. Totally. So I go pick him up at the end of April, man. It's uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about that. I'm excited for him. That's, of course, when your kids come home from college, it's great to see them. But uh, three of them done, one to go. That's progress. That's progress. That's progress on our bank account, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my story, bro. Super proud of Sean. I think it's spelled the right way, S-H-A-U-N. But that, that's just my opinion. <laughs> well, I'm so proud of my niece and nephews in the Kapkovitz household. But, yeah. Uh... They are the best, and they love Uncle Mike, so that makes them the best. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, I want to talk about something today. Okay. I've been in manufacturing and in machine shops and, uh, of course, uh, part of a plumbing and heating service company and trucking companies and everything. And, and you know what? Uh, one thing I've learned over the years is there are times that things happen and you're not on time for a job. So, I want to talk about how to deal with customers when you're late. Yeah, that's uh, that would be your life these days, with uh, with uh, with the effort that you're putting in. Um, Just helping we uh, we work with clients and help them get out of this, uh, pull them out of out of the mire, right? So, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's five steps to this, and it's all built around uh, one word, people: integrity. When you're late on a job, you're playing with your integrity. Your integrity's on the line. Because when you say, hey, it's going to be May 5th, May 5th is a special day to me, but when you say it's going to be May 5th, it needs to be May 5th. It can't be May 6th. No, yeah. I don't have a problem with delivering early, but uh, May 5th is May 5th. And, uh, and sometimes when I, when I go home and tell my wife I want to eat tacos and she makes me sloppy joes, and, and well, actually she just says make your own damn tacos, but, <laughs> but uh, she doesn't, that's not true at all. But uh, it's it's integrity means everything. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. So, so there are steps to this, Mike. Well, you know, people have lost that the idea of uh, you know if you make a commitment, um, 
okay, I made a commitment. Actually, it's it's more than a commitment. It's a promise. I mean, so are you in the habit of breaking promises? If you view your commitments as promises to your clients, that's right. It, it looks a little different. But what what's the first step in your five step process? Because yeah. I've seen you work it. I know I know it works. So, so I'm gonna quote my good friend, um, Jocko Willink. You gotta own it, man. He wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. You have to own your problem. It is your problem. So I've been in the case where I've walked in an organization and I was brand new and uh, the group before me made a lot of promises that uh, weren't able to come to fruition. And I raised my hand and say, my name's Dave Kapkovitz. This is my problem. I apologize for this problem and I'm going to do something about it. It's not anybody else. I'm not saying, but, you know, it's a past employee, uh, but it was somebody here before me. No, it's my problem. I'm in charge here. And this is my my cross to bear. I love it, Dave. It's sort of like uh, I'm Mike Watkins. I'm an alcoholic. You got to face up to the issue before you can do anything about the issue. And yeah. if you own it, now you're going to pull out all the stops because you own it. That's right. And and how's your customer going to feel if you say, "Well, you know, really wasn't my problem, but I'll see what I can do." Right. How, right. how do they? If you're the customer, how would you feel about that? Well, they they don't feel good about it, and and you're not committed. You're like, yeah, hey, I'm going to give it a shot. Not my problem. Yeah. I'm not making any promises. So you got to own it. This is, okay, if you're in a position, you have to own your lane. It's your lane. you got to own it. And then, so, and there are steps to do this. So the first thing is not reach out to the customer. So everyone's like, you got to call the customer right away. Stop. Stop. Get to, get to necessary people in a, in a room. So if it's a departmental problem, pull the department in a room, close the, close the door, and block off your calendar. You need to do... You need to determine the root cause for the why it's late. So list the five things why it's late. Pray to that. Find out the biggest issue, the biggest offender of why something's late. You gotta you gotta know why before you do anything. Start asking why. And Dave, I think it's important not to go straight to the people who are direct reports to you because if they knew why, they probably would have done something about it. I think when you when you pull the department into the room. You want to be talking to the people who are mm-hmm. individual contributors on the front line because they probably know why. And, and I'll tell you, and oftentimes people are like, well, they won't speak if they're in front of their manager. They will if you call on them. If, if you're a leader and you point to the press operator and say, why do you think it's late? Man, you know, I'm working on this die and this die gives me all kinds of problems and I lose two hours of shift on that. And I'm like, well, really? And then you look at the manager and say, really? And you say, yeah, that thing's been in engineering for like six months look at the engineer and say, well, yeah, I got more. I said, I'm t- no excuses. Let's get yeah. this thing done, right? Totally, so, totally. so determine the cause of lateness. Determine the root cause. The root cause. Ask your five whys. Go through the stages, right? And then and then you you know, you know move forward with You develop a recovery plan. You're not taking anybody out back and shooting them because they messed up. Now, if there's a pattern, then you got to address that. But There's uh, a secret to recovery plan. What you do is you go to the data. And you say, what can we do to recover? And you build that. And that recovery plan says in six weeks, we can get to where you get to where you are. You take six weeks and you add 30% of the time. Now, you don't communicate that to your team. You hold them to a six-week timeline. But when you communicate to the customer, you build 30% efficiency in. I mean, because if you don't plan for Murphy, well, Murphy will find, show up right when you least expect him. Absolutely. And then you lose your integrity with your customer because yep. it's just more of the same from their vantage point. Yeah, because remember, this exercise is all about owning it and doing something about it and your integrity. So when you build a recovery plan, you build it, you put the data to it, you put a plan in place, and you build 30% slack into it. You don't know if you're going to get a snowstorm. You don't know if people are going to get sick. 
You don't know what's going to happen. You have to be responsible. And being responsible isn't line to line, right? Yeah, and, you know, if, if you can, you know, execute to the recovery plan and you get it done before you tell, if you get it done before you committed to, to you know, the date you committed to, that's that's just great, right? Yeah, the next thing you do is you get the customer on the phone, you share the plan. This is a recovery plan. This is, we're late. It's our fault. This is our problem. This is why we have a problem. We've identified this. We're sorry about this. And this is what we're going to do to fix it. And this is the timeline we're going to fix it. And they usually say, hey, thank you. Appreciate you letting me know. And they're not in the dark. Don't wait till your due date to call the customer. Identify this a week before. Deal with it a week or two before. Give them a heads up. They have a business to run to. And communicate to them. And then once you communicate to the customer, after you're really honest, you apologize, you do the right thing, you execute to that plan. I mean, you execute to that plan. All costs. You execute to the plan. Yeah, it's amazing, Dave. As we we meet with our clients, uh, you know, we don't have time to meet to work through this plan that we've established, but we have time to uh, get back on the phone and tell the client we missed our, you know, you know we missed our date. So a big piece of execution, and you know, I watch you do it. I do it too. You bring the people in. We're going to do a stand up fifteen minutes. Where are we at? You know, hey, it's 3.15. You said you're going to have this done by 3.12. What is the story? Do you have what's holding you up? You're killing us. Random, you're just driving to that execution. Yeah, there's a, I I had a buddy, his name's Steve Keel, and and Steve would say, drive the business, drive the business, drive the business. And I was like, I'm just a sales guy. Well, how can I drive the business? He said, well, you got to own it. That's your business in there. They're working for our customer. We have to defend our customer. We've got to do what we've got to do. And, and Steve is just great at, great at that. Um, a good influence in my life as far as driving, driving to the business. But at the end of the day, the employees, your people, your work family is the most important part of our business. And how do you protect them? You protect them by protecting the customer and making sure communication to the customer and the, the relationship with the customer is integral. And you have tons of integrity with the customer because you want the customer sending you the next job. So you're taking care of your work family. You're, you're providing for everybody when you do that. So when you drive the execution and you hold the customer in high regard, in turn, you're holding your employees in high regard. Yes, and most most employees, good employees, love it when you drive them. They want to know what does winning look like? You just tell me what winning looks like. Mm-hmm. And next time we get together, I'll tell you, That's yeah, right. I got that done. That's yeah, right. I got that done. I mean, they love it. They like to win. And if you're not winning, you need to create a winning environment. So, and, and executing and nailing things down. I mean, this is short and sweet, guys. You got it. Number one, I'll give it to you again. Number one, you got to own it. Number two, you got a root cause. Why? Determine a cause for lateness, why you're late, and, and build on that. And then you build a recovery plan on how you're going to get on time. And then you communicate to the customer, and then you execute, execute, execute. And then when you get through that, it's okay to celebrate a win and get back on track. Oh, absolutely. That's step number six. Absolutely. And Dave, you know, this is this was a short segment, but uh, I think it's a very timely one because we have a handful of clients that are dealing with this late issue. And um, I don't think that they're necessarily dealing with it well. Um, so we end up having to take a harder stance with them. It's like, hey, you know, this is, this is, this is how you deal with this. And, uh, you know, determining the root cause, that means you got to get your people in, 
in the room and it's going to be uncomfortable. And a lot of people just aren't uncomfortable. They're not comfortable with making other people uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, people doing the right thing is so important. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a day that we all pass. It's one of those things that we don't like to talk about. But there's going to be a day when we're all done. And at the end of the day, people aren't going to remember how many parts you made, but people remember that you had integrity. Sure. That integrity will come up uh, in your eulogy. Integrity will come up and say, I remember that person. And when they told me they did something, they always did it. It was so important to them to have integrity. Integrity is something that you're remembered for. You know, making a really hard part. You know, some of that talent may be something you remember for, but that's not something they're going to be talking about in your eulogy. They're going to be talking about how you had integrity, how you had character, how you treated other people, how you were somebody that taught others how to execute, taught others integrity. And and this is so important. I mean, some people look at late job and say, ah, it just happens all the time. Well, damn it, it's, it's not the right thing to do. And, and there, there are ways to execute on this and make it so. And we need to grab a hold of this thing and, and get better than what we were yesterday. And if we're on time all the time, wonderful. How do we reduce lead times, right? There's sure, always sure, always sure. continuous improvement. But remember, integrity is a big deal. Big deal. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.